Kane is in the building. I think we are good to go. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 11 of the One World Podcast. Today, we're uh, super excited. It's uh, Caesar, me, and unfortunately, Sherv was not able to make it today. He had a family commitment he had to take care of, but we're excited to uh, announce our first guest. We have Terrence Mann here, and uh, really, Caesar's going to give Terrence his introduction. So, uh, yeah, take it away, Caesar. Oh, so obviously, we have uh, uh, Terrence here, and I'm so excited to have him here. Terrence has been one of my really good friends since we were young middle school, high school, going out throughout the process, college and everything like that. So I'm really excited to have him here. Terrence is obviously a great athlete, but as, as someone who knows him, he's a better, he's a better person than he's an athlete. He's smart. So like we want to just talk about all those things and try to get to talk to know Terrence a little bit more and just kind of like talk about the whole thing, the NBA coming back, what life the NBA was like, him, his process before he got to NBA college, all those stuff. And we're just going to talk about a lot of those today. So uh, I want to just give you a little, a little time for you to like just, uh, Talk about yourself a little bit, Terrence, and just like introduce yourself to, to our fans and our people yeah, who are going to so, and things like um, that. Yeah, I'm Terrence. Uh, like C said, we've known each other a long time. Um, so excited to be on here, have this opportunity, you know, to talk, you know, basketball life and stuff like that. Um, you know, I was born in Brooklyn, New York, from Lowell, Massachusetts, grew up there, uh, played a lot of basketball in my life, played a lot of soccer, baseball. Um, so, yeah, I'm just a sports junkie here, ready to talk. Appreciate it, appreciate it. So, our first question today, obviously, Terrence, we're going to get right into it. How do you feel about the NBA season coming back? The bubble, the whole thing, like, how are you How are you feeling about this right now? Um, mixed feelings, mixed feelings. I'm, I'm definitely excited to get back with the team. Uh, another opportunity to try and get a ring. So, you know, that's obviously exciting, um, you know, especially being on a team with a t- that's a title contender. So, it's pretty crazy being able to, you know, have the opportunity to rise back again. But uh you know then again it's a risk going down there you know kind of not knowing what's going to happen it's it's a first time for everything first time NBA is doing this so it's kind of like a trial type thing uh hopefully it never has to happen again but uh you know mixed feelings definitely mixed feelings yeah yeah like you uh like you said Terrence like that's super cool man like a title contending team this year for sure like it's gonna be exciting to see what happens down there and definitely gonna be crazy too like you said there's a lot of first times for anything like a lot of unknowns a lot of teams haven't been training as they usually would be going down there, going to be playing, you know, playoff basketball, which is absolutely wild. So, you know, it's going to be crazy to see kind of what happens. And um, like you talked about with a uh, contending team, like what's it kind of like, you know, playing on a contending team and kind of being able to learn from like, you know, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, like what is that like being with them, you know, on a daily basis during the season and just learning from them in general? Like how is that? And what's that like for you? Uh, it's a pretty crazy experience. Uh, believe it or not, you know, in the beginning, every day, <laughs> you know, I'm looking around like, man, I can't believe I'm here. Uh, uh, I'm going into practice. I like, yeah, I can't believe PG's right there, Kawhi's right there, Lou Will's right there. Like, it's crazy. So, you know, it's a crazy experience in the beginning. Then you kind of get used to being around them. Uh, you kind of, you know, they're very welcoming. You know, they they love me as a rookie. Uh, you know, they have me doing different rookie duties and stuff. So it's pretty cool <laughs> just being able to learn from them, uh, learn get to see how hard they work. You know, it's pretty crazy. You know, you hear stories and stuff, you know, superstars work this hard, they do this, they do that. But actually seeing it is crazy. 
uh, being able to be around it and then implement it into my, you know, routine and system and how I go about things is definitely a big thing. So learning from them has been amazing so far. That's awesome. Yeah. And obviously, I've known you for a while. I know you've worked, you've worked hard the whole your whole career. Like I know you just as well. A lot of people do. So like, what for you? What has been the biggest transition? Obviously, going from a high level prep school then playing at Florida State, where you were. Uh, uh, you played in the, in the NCAA tournament and all that, and now ultimately being in the NBA. What has that transition process been, been for you in those three uh, three steps? Uh, believe it or not, uh, it's been kind of – every step of the way has been fairly similar. <laughs> Starting off fairly similar. Like, everybody knows I'm good, but they don't really think that I'm that good to play at that level. So then I have to try and prove people wrong. So, like, every step of the way has been – kind of similar uh, and I'm grateful for that because now I know how to tackle it by by now you know what I mean so but league I get drafted what 48 something like that late second round uh, so you know it's kind of like the same thing every time just having to prove people wrong and I'm used to doing it so yeah that underdog mentality man 100% kind of picking off that uh, question that we just asking you answered uh, do you feel that that chip on your shoulder of like almost being overlooked. Like obviously like you were a top player at every, all those levels, but like, do you feel like that chip of just being overlooked has like helps you or do you look a bit more like, oh God, this is annoying. Or, like I've already proved myself so many times. Like yeah, how, yeah. how long is that going to take? Uh, <laughs> definitely at first it, it was annoying, you know, but I, you know, I'm grown and nobody's going to really care about that, you know, yeah. so you kind of got to get over it and just keep pushing away, keep fighting, keep working hard. Like, the main thing is staying true to the game. If you keep working hard, keep, you know, staying positive, learning the right way, good things will happen for you. And, you know, I learned that throughout the process. So just staying on that course has helped me definitely. And, yeah. you know, it's going to show. So, yeah. No, 100%, man. There, there's some magic to having that underdog mentality a little bit coming into any place. And obviously, you know, like in your head, you are established. You are ready to play at that level. And it's about showing other people. So that chip on your shoulder, I, I can imagine has been kind of a big advantage for you. And, yeah, dude, transition to the next question we wanted to have for you. And, yeah, we're going to be pretty question-focused on this because we like to pack them in and keep them as, uh, you know, efficient as possible these episodes. So, like, the next question right to it, man, like, is it weird coming back, playing your hometown team, like, coming back to Mass? Is it weird Is it weird being – like, you know, how was that for you? The last time yeah, Dynamic we played it, I, I saw him the last time we played it. So, like, it was, it was weird to be seeing him coming to play an NBA game with Boston. I'm like, yeah. this is weird. We were just, like, sitting around together all this time. <laughs> yeah, like, Imagine it'd be pretty good, like, 100%. Well, coming back to Boston felt like I was just back in at home, like, in high school again. Like, uh, the whole vibe about that whole trip was just – because it was, it was, like, a three-day trip because it was right before All-Star break. Mm -hmm. So we were there for a while. So it was just like, man, I feel like I'm back at home. Like, nothing about it felt, you know, like an NBA-type feel. Um, so it, it was just like, you know, all my friends, I saw all my people, I saw C's, I saw a bunch of people. So, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it was cool. It was just cool to be back, but you know, differently I'm back at home, you know, in the NBA, everybody knows that, but I'm walking around like, man, I just feel like I'm back at home, yeah. be back at home. Like, like I'm visiting again, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was pretty cool though, you know, to be able to be in the garden, uh, you know, right there on the court, it's just a whole different feeling, but. Other than that, you know, it just felt like I'm back at home. Yeah, no, it's cool stuff. It's always fun to, like, you know, hear the perspective from, like, you actually living that life because it's something, like, you know, everybody that loves sports, athletics in general, like, they grow up watching, like, you know, the NBA, NFL, whatever it is. So, like, to actually get that inside scoop of it, man, it's, it's awesome. So, appreciate you sharing that 100%. No problem.
And T, I was just, I was just thinking, uh, how how do you how how do you think your life or like your perspective and ch- things have changed, or like people around you have changed since you made the league? And uh, my other question after that would be, what was what your first game or like the first time you stepped to the court and you were just like starstruck, like holy effing crap! I'm just about to play against this dude right now, and he's right here in front of me. I'm guarding him or whatever the case. Might be like those two questions. How would you? How, the first one saying so the first one. Uh, believe it or not, you know, not a lot has changed. Mm-hmm. Just the person that I am. You know, I just always had kind of the same, you know, mindset and the same stuff instilled from me when I was a young kid. So not a lot has changed. People around me are still the same. Like my both my roommates who live with me, I grew up with since like yeah. fifth grade. Romelo Crowe, you know, both of them. Uh, Kareem Davis is here right now, too, okay. He's been for a while. So, you know, it's the same people that's around me. You know, it's all, I'm always with the same people, always talking to the same people. So nothing has changed much, um, you know, other than, you know, stuff to make money that I that I like doing, like fashion Yeah. Uh, that I transitioned into, you know, because this is a great pl- platform, you know, to get free clothes, to get yeah. paid to do things, stuff like that. So I just was like, I, I grabbed onto that right when I got here. I wasn't into that too much in college, but – um, I'd probably say that's that's really the only thing that's changed much. Uh, and then to answer the second question, <laughs> um, it, it has happened a lot of times, but okay. I'll say, if, it's, if it's more than one, like give us a couple, three, four. <laughs> was Carmelo Anthony. Okay. So it was it was probably like a week after he got picked up by the Trailblazers. Yeah. And I'm, I'm I got subbed into the game. Um, played a lot that game. Got subbed in, and I'm at the free throw line. I looked to my right, and I didn't even notice. Like, you know, I'm just in the game. Yeah, focus. I'm, I'm ready to box out somebody. I'm like, yo, I'm about to box out Carmelo Anthony. This is crazy, yo. What, what's really going on here? Like, <laughs> Am I dreaming right now? Geez, where we come from, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, where we're we... Really thinking about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we all want to make the league, but it's we... like... like yeah. You know? So... <laughs> We go down, and he, he comes as a ball screen on me, and somebody else switched. So I'm switched on to Carmelo, and oh, he wow. realizes it. He's like, oh, I got a rookie on me. And he's talking. He's like, rookie, rookie. So he runs down to the block, gets oh. the ISO. And <laughs> he's, he's ready to ice on me. And I'm like, yo. This I is better hope <laughs> Not today. Carmelo Anthony. Like, this is a real thing right now. He doesn't move, up face me. I jump. <laughs> Turns the other way, spins, makes a shot. I'm like, wow. Like, wow. Like, I'll, I'll take it. Is there any other person or that? Uh, that was one. Uh, who else? I mean, there's been so many. Damian Lillard was one where I was like, damn, I'm really out here. Please don't I'll do play that. the Lakers too, right? Fraud. Let me tell you, the first ever game I started, first ever game I started, preseason game, right? Is the first game we had too. It was our first, our first preseason game. <laughs> and your first game ever. <laughs> I'm starting. I'm like, what? Like, why am I starting? Let me, let me watch. You know, transition in first NBA. Let me. Tra- this is in Hawaii too. So, I'm like, let me just watch first. See what's going on. I gotta start, of course. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'm starting. We're playing the Rockets, bro. <laughs> so I'm like, yo. It's preseason. You know how James Harden doesn't care. Like, yeah, he doesn't care. It's going up. He doesn't care. So, same type of situation. I'm running back down, not even noticing. I'm like, all right, 
James Harden's on the court. I'm on the court with him, cool, whatever. But I haven't got matched up with him yet. So I'm running. And I realize, like, I'm running. I'm like, wait a minute. Who am I about to guard? And I look, and it's James. I'm like, damn. <laughs> he gets ball, bro. It's like second quarter. Shot clock. The game clock's running down. So it's ISO time for him. Like, oh, it's like 12 on the clock. He has the ball. I'm front. Like, I got a picture. I'm right at the top of the key with him, just guarding him. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I've seen this too many times. <laughs> I'm about to be on sports day. <laughs> I've been trying to do it to people too many times. So I'm like, yo, whatever he's about to do, I'm going to let him do it. Like, I'm not going to try and slide OD and try to stay in front of him. Nah, I'm just going to see what's going Because this is my first NBA game. So I don't yeah. know, like, do you try OD hard on yeah, the preseason? Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to just let him do what he got to do. So he just, you know, tween, tween, tween. <laughs> Three, he missed it. I was like, thank God. Oh, thank God. That's that dope. Could have could easily got put on skates right there for sure. Yeah, exactly. Match no. up <laughs> you let me off the hook, but, you know, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of times. Um, that's dope. That's dope. Players where it's like, yo, really out that's, here. That's awesome, dude. I, I, I love hearing that stuff, man. You kind of mentioned it quick, too. You said a little bit of fashion stuff, man. I wanted to ask you, like, you know, outside of basketball, like, what are your interests around, man? Is it like music, other sports? Like, what do you, you know? What do you got going on outside of the league and stuff? Yeah, so um, I would say fashion is definitely one thing, you know, that I've been paying attention to lately, uh, you know, since I got to the league. Uh, secondly, a lot of my friends are music artists, so I'm, I'm around that a lot. Um, a lot of them are aspiring artists, you know, becoming big time right now. Uh, their platform is growing crazy. So being out here in L.A., we grew up together, and now we're all out here in L.A. It's kind of yeah. crazy, so I've been around that a lot. Uh, might look to do something with that, uh, you know, just to make some extra money. Yeah. Like that. So, yeah. 100%, man. Love that. Dude. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a couple more questions in, man, before we wrap it. But, uh, yeah, Caesar, go ahead and uh, give him I think it's up to him. We have, we have time. I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. This conversation is going great. But uh, yeah, yeah, question, uh, how much shit does Pat Bev actually talk in practice, <laughs> in games, in everyday life? Like, what is it like? Because watching him on TV, it's like, Oh my God! I, this guy's probably crazy to play with or against. But what is he actually? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all wondering that for sure. Uh, <laughs> he looks lost for words. It's not. It's not twenty four seven with Pat Beverly, but it's very close to it. <laughs> like on the court at all times, at all times. Like no matter what's going on on the when he's sitting out on the bench at all times. Like, he's yelling at people on the court while he's on the bench. He doesn't sit on the bench. He sits on the ground. So, he has a better <laughs> voice voice angle of yelling at people on the court. And then, you know, pick up at all times. You know, it's Pat. What you see is what you get. That's hilarious. I love so, hearing when that. We're, when we're off the court hanging out, he's he's the best. You know, he's yeah. probably one of the best teammates I ever had on and off. Yeah. So, he's a great vet. And just having him around, you know, you learn a lot from him. He likes to tell a lot of stories. Um, you know, he and the way he's, you know, the way he got to where he was is pretty crazy. Like, his his story is one of the craziest stories. So, I got a lot of respect for him. Yeah. I love that. And, yeah, 100%, dude. I got another uh, – this one's kind of a heavy question for you. It's, like, a big one, you know. So, like, who's your GOAT? Who do you got? Oh, my GOAT is uh, – oh. So <laughs> I know it's a big statement. Michael you have to say it. It's tough to take it back. Michael Jordan is my, <laughs> my, Jordan is my goat. Like he's the greatest player of all time. Michael Jordan. 
Would you would you say the documentary probably changed a lot of people's opinions? Because I'm definitely one of them that I think the documentary like probably shouldn't have, but it really changed my opinion of like LeBron Jordan argument. And I kind of I'm I'm on Jordan's side now. And before and I want to say that like, documentary was set to do that. Like, yeah, hundred percent. He was like, "Yo, we got to show people what I really did, like what, what yeah. really happened." And you know, there's a lot of stuff we also don't know. Well, you know the outside of the basketball world doesn't know what what else makes him the greatest. When you ask basketball players, they say, you ask NBA players, they say Michael Jordan. You know, they know. We know. So, and we know what it takes. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these league players know what it takes, and it's crazy what he did, especially back then. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I just, I like Kobe a lot, though, too. So, too. Yeah. it's yeah. hard for me to say, you know, Michael Jordan, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they go. Gotcha. And uh, I have a two, a kind of a two part for you here. One, how was it? Uh, how was it uh, playing with people like PG and Kawhi and all that? I know we talk about it a little bit more, but you can talk about it a little more. And secondly, being a Boston person, knowing how much we love the Celtics, like the Celtics around here growing up, and Doc Rivers being the Celtics and uh, like winning a championship. How was it played for like such a great coach? Like, because for me, I want to go into coaching. I am going into coaching. I look at Doc Rivers as such a great coach, and like. How was it playing for Doc Rivers every single day? Right. So playing with, you know, superstars is definitely a, a fun thing. You know, you're out there and you get a lot of, you get away with a lot of mistakes that you wouldn't get away with when you're, you know, not playing with players at that level. Um, and me being a point guard, you know, playing with them, I always got to look out for them when I'm on the court. You know, always got to be conscious of, you know, who scored last, which way I got to go next. You know what I mean? Who Who's hot right now? So, you know, playing with a team where a lot of dudes can get hot, like, you know, PG, Lou, um, Kawhi. Now we got Marcus Morris who can get hot. Um, you know, we got Landry Shamit, who's a great shooter who can get hot. So just being a point guard, knowing, you know, you got players out there like that makes the game a lot easier, most definitely. So I know I love playing with those guys. Secondly, being around Doc is crazy. Like, <laughs> At his voice. <laughs> it's so crazy to the point where it's like, it's kind of, it's just a surreal feeling because, you know, growing up, watching him win the championship in Boston. Boston. He's going to games. Um, you know, sometimes I used to stay back and, you know, try and take pictures with players and coaches. And I got a picture with Doc uh, that I actually wow. sent me. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, you have to send me that. I might have to throw it out. <laughs> when I was in seventh grade, bro after the game with Doc, and it's crazy, like, and I showed him, I was like, yo, it's crazy that I came from here, and now, you know, I'm on your team, so, you know, it's just crazy, it's surreal, and it's kind of cool that it happened that way. That's awesome, that's crazy, yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine, just growing up, like, you watch him, like you said, winning championships, doing those crazy things, and now it's like, he's actually here, like, literally teaching you, and you're with him every day, like, coolest thing ever, man, 100%, so, another question for you. You had some uh, any advice like your perspective? What do you got? You know, advice for young hoopers right now, man, who are looking to take it to the next level. Maybe even around like how do you stay, you know, keep training during these times? How do you go about recruiting during these times? You know, some crazy unknown stuff going on. So, what do you have for some advice to some, you know, some kids in high school or even in college who are looking to take it to that next level? Right. Um. You know, advice right now would be hard just because we've never been through times like this. So, yeah. you know, I wouldn't know how to say keep going during this because you know we never been through it but I would say you know listen to the older people who have been through it 
And that's one of the main things, like, growing up where I would always listen, try to listen to the people who's been through it. Like, there's nothing better than somebody who knows what they're doing and knows how to tackle situations that you're about to go through. And, you know, normally those people will give you some good advice. You know, hear those advice, take certain things and implement it to your game. Uh, do what you got to do. Stay true to the game. Always try and get 1% better every day. And I know that's cliche, but that's a real thing. Like, that's a real thing. And you don't notice it till further down the line. You're like, dang, thank God I, you know, stuck with doing that because it got me better here. And that could just be, shit, watching highlights, you know. <laughs> you know, for me, growing up, me and my friends, we just watch a lot of highlights, and we would just try the stuff we try the stuff we seen in the film, and that got us one percent better every day. And I don't, you don't realize it until later on. It's like, damn, I probably learned you know a lot of my game from watching other people. So, no, man, with anything, like you got to model your your journey after someone who's done it before you that was successful. Like that's with anything, man. Business, life, sports. So it's awesome to hear you say that. Love that, man. Hey, hey T, I'm not gonna let you go without talking about this. I you're Quarantine happened, and you somehow just became a, a chef boy at D, a cook all of us somewhere. <laughs> he just became he's a sports illustrator for cooking. We got man versus food. Like, talk to me about your passion about because I love cooking too. So I'm excited about this answer too. Yeah, let's talk to me about your passion about cooking. What your couple of your favorite meals might be. Do you have a recipe book coming up? Do you have uh, Instagram food page coming up. Like, tell us to me about this because you, you became so, a big time cook. <laughs> so yeah, so yes, I did fall in love with cooking, uh, and I didn't find out that I loved cooking until I would say like December, January of this year. Like this past year was the first time I ever really got you know on the stove and got to it because I I finally was like, all right, let me watch my grandmother and my mom cook. Like, let me watch and see what they're actually doing, you know, because yeah. I'm always just waiting for the food in my room and then go yeah. eat it, come back. So I'm like, all right, let me watch. So I watched them. I'm like, yo, I can really do this. So I tried it, and it's just like, there's something about it. Like, it's like a meditating feeling. You kind of get lost in it. <laughs> and you just, and like, for me, that's what it felt like. So then I kept on trying different stuff, kept on, you know, calling different family members. Yo, what should I cook tonight? Yo, what should I make here? How do I do this? How do I do that? And before I knew it, I was able to cook like 10 different things. And I was wow. like, so I talked to my agency and they're like, is there anything you want to do, you know, during this quarantine? And I was joking around. I was like, let's do a cooking show. And then like a week later, they hit me up with the Clippers and they're like, you really want to do it? Like we got the whole, everything to set it up for you. Wow. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Like, so we did that. And then they're like, oh, wait, we got <laughs> illustrated. They, they want to make like a little cookbook thing with a bunch of players around the league making stuff. So then they came over, took a bunch of pictures, uh, you know, got my recipe for this stew chicken that I make. And then that kind of took off from there. So now it's looking like I got to keep it going. So, yeah. but, you know. Oh, would you go out the limb and say you're the best cooker in NBA? Uh, top top three, top five? I'm definitely top five, probably. Top yeah. five? All right. <laughs> five. You heard it here first, yo. Top five. You heard it here first. You yeah. yeah. top five cooker in NBA. Serge Ibaka is real good at cooking, I heard. So, you know, I wouldn't say. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a full time show, too. All right. So, top five. Yeah. You got to give him that cook off, dude. 100%, man. That's hilarious. I love it. Yo, another. Uh, so, transition. I think the Zoom's actually going to. I mean, like that four, 45 minute rule. So, we have like five, five, ten more minutes in this. Yeah. But, uh, real quick, man, like, what's your, uh, what's your pregame routine like? You know, a lot of people do different things. Some people try to get really hyped up. 
some people try to really go within meditation, do different things. So like, what does it look like for you? And like, how do you stay, you know, in your zone out there on the court? Yeah. So take us through that process for you, I guess. So for me, um, I like to take my mind away from what's happening in the moment. So I try to, you know, I go out, get my pregame shooting in, and then I kind of just disconnect for like an hour, you know, just, you know, go on my phone, talk to people, talk to my friends, listen to music, just try to disconnect. And then I think about the game for a good hour before I got to really lock back in. And then once that hour passes by, I lock in crazy. Like I go get the scouting report, look through all of that. I go, you know, ask questions about the game. It's kind of my routine on how to get in my zone. So, you know, it's different for everybody else. Gotcha. Uh, my personally, my last two questions here, T. Uh, I couldn't get up to this podcast without obviously asking about your mom because I know your mom. I love your mom. We all grew up with your mom, helping us in basketball and stuff. How much did your mom, being a coach, being around in your life, basketball wise, did she affect your game uh, uh, growing up? And also, we can talk about like what you think about the NBA format. But those are two questions. But like, how much did you think your mom affected your game? How much did she help you in your game and all that stuff? Because I know she has, but. Yeah, she, she's definitely helped me with my game mentally more than anything. Like, you know, growing up after games, I call her, tell her this, this, and this happened, you know, because she couldn't make it to a lot of games, obviously, because she was coaching at Northeastern at the time. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of games she couldn't make. But, you know, I call her, tell her this, this, this happened. You know, she'd just be like, oh, this is how you handle it next time. This is how you go about it. So she always had my mental game on, you know, on 100, trying to help me on that part. And that's another thing that I didn't notice till, you know, I got older was like, damn, my mom really helped me, you know, with this situation. I don't even got to call her anymore. So a lot of people don't have that. So I'm very fortunate for that, but she's definitely helped me with that. hundred percent. Yeah. Gotcha. And what do you think about the NBA format? Like now that for the playoffs, like you think it's going to be like an asterisk and who wins the championship? Like, is it going to be weird? Like, how do you feel about that? I was, I mean, I was thinking the other day, and I think this might be the hardest championship to win ever. Like, I think yeah. it, 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 it can go down as probably the hardest NBA championship ever won just because of everything that happened. You know, you literally had a stop in the middle of your season and had to go, you know, just not know what happened. You know, some people stopped playing basketball. Some people got fatter. Some people lost <laughs> Wait, you know what I'm saying? In That's the like Jokic. Exactly. In the middle of your season, then it's like, oh, wait, let's come right back. Yeah. You know, get ready. Get yourself. You know, the whole format, uh, the playing games, and I think it's pretty cool. It's like, like an AAU setup kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. Played, yeah. played yeah. on Orlando. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know, you're back at Nationals being yeah. on ESPN Worldwide of Sports. So, you know, it's a pretty cool format, but I think it's, it's going to be hard for teams to do what they got to do, how they gotcha. want to Gotcha. Yeah, appreciate y'all. T, probably the last question here to let you get. I know you're busy. <laughs> you like to get running. Uh, what you got, Ty? Got anything? Yeah, I mean, I'll just start, end it basically with the closing remarks. But no, I, I, I like what you said there, man. I, I never really thought about it like that. Like, it actually might be one of the hardest ones to win ever. Like, I never had that perspective, but it totally makes sense to me with all the uncertainty. People coming back. Some people are fresh. Some people are totally not fresh. So it's gonna be cool to see what happens. But yeah, it's kind of where we'll leave it right here. And I guess. Uh, that's kind of all I have for questions. So, Terrence, like, you know, you want to take it away, man, wrap it down. Any closing remarks? Um, just say, uh, yeah, kind of your last words. No, yeah, thanks for having me. 
Uh, you know, like I said, I appreciate being on here, being able to talk sports, basketball, and life. So it was fun. 100%. Right. Appreciate, appreciate you, you coming, coming in. See, uh, I'm going to be watching you. I'm going to root for you as always. And I can't wait till you get home and all the stuff is done. And hopefully uh, you bring back home a championship with a fat ring for us. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. Best of luck with us. Everything coming up, man. It's going to be awesome to watch. Appreciate you. I'm going to hit you after. All right, Steve. Sounds good. Thanks for thanks for watching, everybody. Talk to you guys next episode. To have a heart attack, hip hop, I'm the heart of that. Nothing short of that. President Carter, young money Democrat. Oh.